Welcome to the Market Talk podcast sponsored by WealthPress, where we believe if you're investing uninformed, you're screwed. Get the inside scoop on what's driving the markets today and what that means for your money, all in just 15 minutes. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Roger Scott. I'm the head trader for WealthPress. Today is Tuesday, July 14th. July is almost halfway done. Where is this summer going, I ask you? Tell me, where is this summer going? Anyways, I hate to say I told you so, but boy, oh boy, the market is turning on us. And again, COVID-19 is rearing its ugly head again. So let's get into it right now. Now, today's Tuesday, so I want to show you I want to kind of tell you where we're at and I want to show you a new list of stocks that are making 90-day breakouts. 90-day breakouts tell us which stocks, which industries, which sectors are hot, which sectors are overextended. Now, last week when I did the 90-day breakouts, there was about 100, 90, 100. Now there's about 20. So it's very important to see which stocks are starting to trend, which ETFs are starting to trend. And we'll talk all about that in this video. So let's do it right now. Global shares fell Tuesday at, towards the end of the day as skepticism set in about the recent upwards momentum in global markets given rising co confirmed coronavirus cases and percolating tension between U.S. and China. Well, that tension is not going away anytime soon. The White House decision to reject nearly all of Chinese maritime claims in South China Sea added to the investors' jitter. It would be so nice. This is just my five cents, but it would be so nice if we could just avoid all these issues with China till this COVID-19 is resolved. I understand President Trump is hot and heavy for China. I totally get it. I respect that. But the markets are so unstable right now. Let's, you know, let it pause a little bit. It's like, stop going for the jugular. One indicator of how bad the regional damage could get came from the advanced estimate of Singapore's gross domestic product or GDP for the second quarter. This is very interesting. It showed a 12.6% year-on-year contraction, confirming Singapore's worst recession ever. On a quarterly basis, it fell 41%. Folks, we're deep, deep into this COVID-19 mess. In a bit of encouraging news, encouraging news with all of this, China's trade improved in June, a sign that the world's second largest economy, where the pandemic, after all, started, is recovering. I'm not trusting China, though. They're slippery rascals. You know, I, they say one thing one day, another thing another day. It's too manipulative. But its exporters face threats, including tension with Washington and weak demand amid the pandemic. Chinese imports rose 3% while exports edged up 0.4%. Not really anything crazy. I'm looking for the exports to start moving. That's when we will know that China is at it again. They had both contracted in May. Manufacturing is recovering in China, but consumer spending remains weak. Well, I want to see their exports increase because the truth is if their manufacturing is recovering, we should see a better number of in their exports. And I'm waiting for the export number to start coming up. That's when I'll truly be convinced that they're back to their regular shenanigans. Now, we had the CPI came out. Now, look at this. It came out at 0.6 for the first time in 63 years of records and reflecting the impact of virus effects, the core CPI in, in May posted a third straight decline. 
That's the first time in 63 years, down 0.1% with economy's consensus for June at plus 0.1%. Total price also fell 0.1% in May with June's consensus at an energy boosted plus 0.5. I'm telling you right now, we are at 0.6. The numbers are just not that great. And then we've had earnings come out. Earnings for Wells Fargo. Bank stocks are reporting. Wells Fargo lost $2.4 billion, the first quarterly loss for the bank since the real estate crash in 2008. That's awful. This is a bad. Uh, this is bad. Wells said that it set aside an additional $8.4 billion for loss, loan loss provisions. The money set aside to cover potential bad loans more than double last quarter's $3.8 billion as the effect of COVID-19. That is terrible. In the first full reporting period under COVID-19, the San Francisco-based bank had revenue of $17.8 billion in the quarter. Oh, that's terrible. From $21 billion from the same period in 2019. The results fell short of Wall Street's expectation of $18.4 billion, which was lower than usual due to the COVID-19. Wells also said it would reduce its third quarter 2020 common stock dividend to $0.10. Cents. That's bad. When big banks are reducing their dividend, it's bad. When they're having the worst quarter since the 2008 crash, that's bad. Now let's look at the S&P 500. Yesterday, we huffed, we puffed. It looked like we were going to break out and the market didn't do anything. And I've been saying this all the way since here. It's been about two months. We are going to be hovering near the 50-day moving average. We should be thankful that we are actually above the moving average versus below the moving average but I believe we're going to be going down and I'll tell you why. And I've been saying this since day one, momentum levels. I love my momentum levels. They never lied to me. Notice anytime we go above 83 percentile, what happens? We've done it in the last 15 years, once, twice, three times, four times, five times, six times, seven times, eight times. What happens every time? We go back to neutral or low. We go back to the 30th percentile. And if you look, at the Nasdaq, oi, oi, oi. It's like it's so much worse even. It's just beginning to come out. It's still in danger zone. It still has so much more to go. So because of that, I think the stock market is going to cool off and we're going to see defensive assets make higher highs. Now, with that in mind, let's look at 90-day breakouts. We had 201 stocks making 90-day breakout. This is a week ago. But now, today, We've got 22, a lot less stocks are breaking out. And the ones that are breaking out look like they're overdone. Look at how stretched out Semiconductor is. Yandex still looks pretty good. Run is stretched out. Uh, wholesalers looks okay, actually. BJ's looks okay. Sony looks overdone. Uh, Aero Research doesn't look too bad. Silver looks like it can go more upside. Herbalife looks like it's got a nice little breakout going. Schwab looks like it's setting up for another congestion run. Lehman looks like it's pretty strong. But notice all the tech stocks that we had last week. They're no longer on here. Look at this Atlas Air Holdings. Anyhow, you could see there's literally, literally 20 stocks. And last week, there were 100. Now, I want to look at gold. Remember what I told you? It's time to get defensive. So if you look at a three-month high, six-month high, gold is definitely breaking out. Gold is near um, highs. Let's look at a five-year high. Highest price in five years, 10-year high. Not quite, but we're almost at the level of late 2012. 
which would put us at the 173. So my suggestion would be to put a buy stop or an alert right around the 175 level on the GLD ETF. Again, I'm seeing less stocks breaking out. I'm seeing momentum levels decline. Overall, I'm expecting congestion or consolidation. Beginning of this week and end of last week, I told everybody who would listen to me, start getting defensive, lower your exposure in equities, and try to be go long bonds and gold. Bonds and gold have been rising. They've been moving a little bit higher. They haven't been declining. And I'm expecting more upside on the bond market with the stock market moving lower and more upside in the gold market as well. Looking at the major indices, let's look at the major indices and let's see what's leading right now. Again, I just, I'm just trying to give you guys a good picture of what to expect. And right now, everything is pointing to weakness. eBay still leading, Amazon, PayPal, my top three stocks, A, BMD, D, XCM. All the stocks that were leading two weeks ago are still leading. As far as new stocks on the radar, I'm, I would avoid the cheap stocks for now. Let's see. Now, same old stocks. Chipotle's making higher highs. I like now quite a bit. I like CDNS. I love ABMD. I love eBay right now. Uh, PayPal's good. Amazon is due for a little pullback. Autodesk is killing it. This is new. Leonard Homes, that's new in here. We got to start watching Leonard. Let's take a look at Leonard. Looks like it's breaking out pretty good. Home sales, because of interest rates, I'm expecting more home sales. Mortgage applications are rising. So Leonard may be a good stock to take a look at. Leonard Homes, let's see, any other stock that I'm seeing on here? Not really. Regeneron was the top. Now Regeneron is down. ABMD is moving higher. DXCM was the top stock. Let me show you this a week ago. DXCM was the top, eBay, Amazon, PayPal, ABMD, and I was saying how ABMD is moving higher. We had NVIDIA, we had West, we had Netflix, Chipotle, and now looking at it today, notice how we have a change, but still not a major change, but some change. This tractor supply company is doing really well. Apple's starting to bounce back again. It wasn't really doing great last quarter, but it's bouncing back now. I love the stock service now. I love NVIDIA right now. It's the new FANG stock. It out, it's now has larger market cap than Netflix as of last week. Adobe's looking good. Regeneron I still like. Clorox is moving a little down. DHI Horton is looking like it's moving up. And if we're seeing Leonard Holmes, we should be seeing Horton up there as well. I would stick to these stocks here. eBay, Amazon, PayPal, ABMD, DXCM, NVIDIA, Netflix. F, uh, I, I, would, I don't know about this FCX. Uh, I, I don't know. I have to take a look at it. It's new in here, and I'm not familiar with it. Tractor Supply looks great. West Pharmacy, Chipotle. Chipotle's been looking good. Apple's starting to make up. This stock is great. Now, I would say out of, my, out of this list, my favorite stocks are ABMD, Dexcom, NVIDIA, Netflix, um, Apple. Again, I wasn't hot on Apple last quarter. ServiceNow. Um, CDNS and SNPS and Autodesk. Basically, the top 15 stocks. Otherwise, I would be very, very cautious. And overall, be very careful, lower your exposure, and become a bit more defensive by um, diversifying into gold and interest rates, especially over the next few weeks. I think this earnings is going to set a little reality 
on Wall Street because the numbers are bad and this quarter is supposed to be the trot before we move forward. So if we have more negative revisions, things are going to move back to the next quarter and the market will um, assimilate that and not go up over the next few months. So again, keep your eye out on volatility, momentum levels, and stocks making new highs or the number of stocks making new highs. We had over 200 stocks last Monday making 90-day highs, and right now we have 22, all right? So big, big change. Have a great day. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening today. Make sure to subscribe to the Market Talk podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever platform you're listening from today so you don't miss any important news regarding your money and your investments. Have a great rest of your day. My name is Roger Scott, and happy trading.